0: Welcome to another exciting worldwide podcast of the decline and fall of America. I am your worldwide podcasting host, Charles Factor, broadcasting live from the studios in North Carolina. Today, we have a fascinating subject for discussion. We're going to be talking about how Oregon, the state of Oregon, three years ago legalized all drugs. It legalized every drug, including heroin, methamphetamines, cocaine, all of them, all legal now in Oregon, did that three years ago. And what happened? Well... Overdose-related deaths from drugs tripled from 283 years ago to 955 overdose deaths. So if they were trying to kill all their junkies, they have succeeded. But if they thought that decriminalization was going to help people, they would be wrong about that. So legalization of drugs. You want to know how it turns out? Look to the state of Oregon. Oregon. You want to kill all the junkies? Legalize drugs. Let me read you an article. We'll discuss it afterwards. This is from the Daily Mail newspaper. Daily Mail is a newspaper from the United Kingdom, from Great Britain, from England. And it focuses generally on research, statistics, and data. I find it interesting. I hope you do, too. Here is the headline in this newspaper article in the Daily Mail. Quote, Oregon's overdose-related deaths skyrocketed to 955 this year up from 283 years ago when the state decriminalized hard drugs like heroin, methamphetamine, and cocaine. Quote, three years after Oregon voted to decriminalize drug offenses, residents are now begging to reverse the decision after seeing an astonishing number of deaths from overdoses. In 2020, Oregon voters approved a measure to decriminalize the possession of all drugs, including heroin and cocaine, The proposal was known as Oregon Ballot Measure 110. It passed with 58.8% of support. Now the residents of that liberal state are crying out to their politicians to do something about the open-air drug markets that have turned their cities into drug markets. And opioid deaths in Oregon have gone up from 280 before decriminalization was voted in, to a whopping 955 deaths that were recorded in 2022. Oregon's opioid-related deaths have more than tripled, while the nationwide the reports have doubled, indicating that the West Coast state is facing a far more serious struggle with drugs. Interesting article, isn't this? Let's continue. Quote, This breaks my heart, says Michael Bach, a private security guard in Portland. Bach, who has boots on the ground's perspective of the crisis in Oregon, claims that people are being burdened with addiction and are being neglected and being cast aside. Quote, we're talking about the loss of life. We have to do something different. This is serious, Bach said. The security guard said he went from carrying out zero drug overdose revivals to reviving many people on a daily basis. It has been reported that 6,000 tickets were issued for drug possession since the law went into effect but only 92 progressed to an assessment and connected people to services to combat their drug use. That part is interesting. Let me repeat just some of those numbers in that portion of the article. It says that 6,000 tickets, those are not criminal tickets, they're like a citation, were issued for drug possession since the law went into effect, but only 92 tickets, 92, have progressed to connecting people to services to combat drug use. In here's the article continuing, quote, in Eugene, Oregon, Calls for overdoses rose to 823 in 2022 from only 438 in 2020. This year, they've already seen 858 calls in that city alone. Under the measures that went into effect, on February 1st, 2021, a person found with hard drugs in their possession had the option of paying a $100 fine or attending an addiction recovering center instead of going to trial or facing possible jail time. Three years down the line, even a drug user from Portland known as Utah told the DailyMail.com that the measure 110 made things worse in the city. Quote, it's made it worse. Don't get me wrong. It makes it better for me, but it takes the police off our backs. But they're giving us free pipes and foil to do our drugs. That's not going to get us off the streets. Utah estimates that 20% of the city's homeless population of 5,000 want to tackle their addiction, but he says it's hard when the city has turned into what the New York Times dubbed a drug user's paradise. The liberal city of Portland was once a vibrant and booming, but like many other cities, it's turned into a tent-covered abyss, soaring crime, endemic drug use, and maniacal behavior. Locals complain about having to step over used needles, shattered glass pipes, human feces on the way to work, and say they become inured even to blood-curling screaming fits from disturbed drug addicts. Polls now show that a majority of Portland's 635,000 residents want to restore criminal penalties for drug possession, believing that Measure 110 made the city's addiction, crime, and homeless problems worse. Ted Wheeler, Portland's Democratic mailer, has conceded that his city's substance abuse problems have exploded to, quote, deadly and disastrous proportions, unquote. Well, there you go. Oregon, the state of Oregon tried an experiment. Let's legalize all drugs, see what happens. A lot of people thought that was going to make things better. Instead, homelessness exploded, drug addiction exploded, and drug deaths exploded, while drug treatment is practically non-existent. Sure, the police aren't arresting anyone anymore, but the city has turned into what they're calling a drug user's paradise. Meanwhile, the residents in the city have to walk by all this and deal with this. And you know, junkies, they have to get money for their drugs. The drugs aren't free. Well, the women are prostituting to get it. The men are selling drugs, breaking into cars, robbing people. How does that benefit anyone? How does that benefit anyone? What do you think? Legalizing drugs like Oregon did? Is that going to help things? Or is that just yet another sign of the decline and fall of America? I'm Charles Factor, your worldwide broadcasting and podcasting host, broadcasting live from the great city of Holly Springs in North Carolina, wishing you a great day.